This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is June 25th, Thursday. This is episode 296. I'm Dan Ellis, joined via Skype by my two awesome co-hosts. It's been a while. How you guys doing? Fuck Corona. Fuck Corona. <laughs> <laughs> is that a new dance? Hey, yeah. fuck Corona. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funky Corona. <laughs> funky uh, cold what Corona. What happens when you asphyxiate and shake on the floor? Mm, that was dark. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, when he said going to via Skype again, it all made me think it was fuck Corona. Yeah, people taking it seriously and making it worse. Yeah, we we chatted a little bit before we started recording that I was really holding out hope that eventually we would be able to get together and possibly record episode three hundred together. But with that being only four episodes away now, I don't think that's a very likely scenario. Yeah, well, we're we're breaking records every day, so it's not in a good way. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's getting worse because we've got yeah. ineffectual leadership at the national level and in several states with terrible governors and worse people. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's not been good. Uh, what's been going on with you guys for the past couple of weeks? We haven't done a show for a little while. Because there's been stuff, there's been stuff going on. I mean, I've been I've been doing my normal building awesomeness stuff. Yeah, uh, I saw that box that you're working on, on. A humidor for Taylor's brother right now. Yeah, it looks fucking sweet, the, man. Uh, HP Lovecraft one. Yeah, that's a very cool piece of woodwork you're doing there. Yeah, it only took me uh, what all yesterday to do the wood burning on it <laughs> yeah it yeah, looks took pretty, a little bit pretty intricate it's the most intricate thing i've done so far and it turned out really good yeah i'm and, uh, i'm very envious of of the recipient of that box because it's very very cool yeah i've <laughs> almost got the inside done and i just need to make a few other little pieces for the outside and it will be Finished, which I'll probably end up finishing it on uh, Monday when I get home from work. And we have not yet discussed or told anybody out there in the listening world that we have changed recording days. So aside from not recording a show the last time we got together because of things and stuff and junk, uh, then we had to move recording days to Thursday. So that pushed us another almost week from when we were recording again. So. It'll be like two weeks since anybody's heard from us. Um, Holy shit. They, they probably thought we all died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, Segway. Um, no. <laughs> what's, what's new with you, Matt? Well, 
things have been a little bit crazy, but I think all that's most of that's behind me. So a couple of weeks ago, which I was prepared for to do a show, um, then, well, we'll get into that. But um, so two weeks ago, uh, my mom got sick and died, and so we've just I've just been busy with, you know, there was a whole few days of visiting her while she was you know, kind of on her way out and then preparing everything after she died and then going to, you know, having the funeral and everything. So it's been a week and a half or two weeks of just kind of craziness, but. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sorry to hear about that. Uh, how, how did everything go? Like as well as can be expected, I hope. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, from her point of view, she probably didn't know much. You know, she was kind of, uh, she was on morphine and sleeping, you know, so. Yeah. A lot of drugs. Yeah. Just kind of float away. I didn't mean that to get segue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I didn't, I didn't figure you really did mean it to be a segue. I just. (laughs) I was like, like, now I kind of seem like a dick <laughs> oh no I'm, I'm the one i'm the one nah. who threw a segue in there <laughs> yeah no it's funny <laughs> i i figured matt would appreciate it so yeah but uh so we so, that's what's been going on with me yeah and how's the rest of the family doing uh pretty good as far as i know i think we had kind of a long lead up to it so we were all pretty prepared yeah I think nobody, nobody took it too crazy hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's complicated. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's complicated for everybody. Like you know, I've said it several times that we're all weird about death. We're all just weird about it in our own way. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was probably most difficult for your dad. I don't I mean, that's just a guess, but. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, for sure. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's he keeps himself busy, so. Yeah. Well, that's so far, good. So good. That's good. Uh any other big news? Um I just want to encourage everybody to vote because yes, we have one one fewer would be Trump voter now. <laughs> 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 Which is yeah, my mom definitely would have voted for Trump, so. Uh, now you got a chance to get ahead of them. Gross. Yeah, but what if she still gets an absentee ballot and your dad just fills it out? Guess what Trump supporters do? Oh, do they? I don't actually. If you look back at cases of voter fraud, there have been more cases of voter fraud from people trying to vote multiple times for a Republican, not necessarily president, but in a local election. I remember looking it up because someone had to say it's only people that vote illegally are. Illegal immigrants mm-hmm. and Democrats. I was like, actually, mm-hmm. specifically, no. Yeah, no. well, and and you know the, that type of fraud is it really has no impact or bearing on on elections, right? Because in order to commit yeah. that kind of fraud, it you know you have to go through all kinds of hoops, and it nets you one vote, a yeah. single vote. Like, it's just it's that's ridiculous. The 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 voter fraud that is most concerning are is are, are things like i don't know brian kemp in georgia running the election yeah. while running in the election <laughs> you know that kind of shit is is yeah. what we should be concerned about 
what was it, one county? It was down to one election poll for close to 700,000 people or something like that? Yeah, it's nuts. The the disenfranchisement that the Republican Party is trying to push down from all sorts of levels, including from the president who votes by mail himself but thinks that everybody yeah. else shouldn't be allowed to do that. He's, he seems to be very concerned that an increase in voter turnout would translate to more people voting against him, which it, it may, but I haven't seen any uh, real evidence that that's the case. Everything that I've read so far about it says that it doesn't really help either way. Uh, the only thing that it really helps is to allow more people to vote more easily. And here in Utah, yeah. we've had mail-in voting for years and years, and it's one of the reddest fucking states in the nation. Yeah. And I, I loved how Trump tweeted out that thing where he's like, we didn't have problems voting during World War One and World War Two. People had to point out, yeah, the troops voted by mail. <laughs> so that's why they didn't have an issue with voting. They voted by mail. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, There's been a whole lot going on lately. I, I don't even know where to begin. Um... I did pay off my car recently, so that was nice. I, I haven't been without a car payment for more than a couple months in more than a decade, so I'm I'm hoping that's a thing that I will be able to maintain for a little while. I haven't had to make a payment on the truck yet. Oh, nice. When yeah, is your payment? Isn't due till August oh. because of COVID deals. Whoa, very nice. That'll be that'll be handy. Uh, yeah. I, I have a, a large pegboard in the garage that I have not used since we moved in here. And uh, sometime last week or the week before, I decided, oh, hey, maybe I should get some stuff to put stuff on the pegboard. And so I've turned into a pegboard enthusiast. I've been, <laughs> I've been organizing all of my tools and creating different uh, hook scenarios for different things. I've ordered a bunch of accessories. I ordered some bins that I can hang on the wall for like screws and nuts and bolts and shit. That's, that's all been fun. And I need to do that. And, um, also I learned that my brother-in-law will be moving to Germany. So wow, that's been exciting. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh, the one that just moved here from Texas. No, uh, it's Tracy's, oh, okay. it's Tracy's oldest brother, the golden child. He's, oh. he's, uh -huh. <laughs> we, we tease him a lot because, uh, Tracy's mom, we, we tease him and Tracy's mom because she had uh, a large selection of photos of all of her children and arranged them on the wall in her apartment such that, uh, Tracy's oldest brother, Brian had like an eight by 10 on the wall and then surrounding that as little satellites were pictures of all of the rest of the kids. <laughs> so, so it's just been kind of a running joke that he's, that he's her favorite. Um, but no, he, all you child bow down to big picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah huh. But he is getting a, a very big promotion at work and will be moving to Germany for a couple of years. And, yeah, it'll be wow. interesting. They're they're really setting him up. They're paying to move all of his stuff out there. Like he owns uh, uh, kind of a cabin in the woods in California with a bunch of property and goats and horses and 
all kinds of stuff that it's a lot of maintenance to keep up with. Uh, but so he's going to be selling all of that. He's selling almost all of his worldly possessions, stuff that, you know, he can't ship to Germany. And uh, they, they plan on, I think completing the move in January, but they're paying, you know, they're paying for him to sell his house. They're paying to move and ship anything and everything that he wants. They're paying for, uh, his, uh, eventual residence in Germany. They'll pay to get him a car. They'll pay for four round trip tickets for family to go out and visit him twice a year. Uh, they'll pay for him to come back. Uh, I think four times a year, like unbelievable. And yeah, it was just a really good yeah. opportunity for him. So it's pretty exciting. So maybe I'll get to go to Germany sometime next year or one year. If we don't have the virus going around. It sounds like that's what happens when you work for a company that really cares about their employees. Yeah. Yeah. The, he, he, yeah, the company he works for, uh, treats their employees pretty well and he's doing really well there and, and enjoys it. So that's, it's a very exciting time for them and I'm a little jealous, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun. It, but it's also a little scary that he's, you know, planning a move to Germany in the middle of a pandemic. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Um, we have so, so much news to cover. <laughs> there's, there's been so much. I, I was talking to Matt and Ryan, uh, before we started recording, just saying that I have opened tabs to try to cover a bunch of the different news stories that have popped up over the last, you know, week and a half since we recorded and my large display is just full of tabs. Like I can't, there, there are so many, I can't really even tell what in each individual tab is, but we'll try to cover some of it after this little break. Hi, this is Allison Gill. I'm vice president for legal and policy for American atheists. And you're listening to the godless revolution. I asked my dad why I have red hair and he doesn't. He said, God gave it to me. Mr. Prickle says God doesn't exist. He doesn't. No, he's a construct. What's a construct? I know, but I tell my mom that I get to skip my sister's Christmas. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. We're trying to decide of all of the myriad stories <laughs> to cover, which ones we would do today. And we decided that we should start out with, because this will be our last episode recorded in the month of June, Pride Month, that we should really talk about oh, yeah. the big story this month from the Supreme Court, who decided that, you know, companies shouldn't be able to fire people just because they're gay, lesbian, or, or yeah. bi, or transgender. And I was surprised by the amount of people I saw on Facebook say, oh, I thought that was already a thing. Like, no, motherfuckers, they're trying to get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, it's it, <laughs> it wasn't clearly defined in civil rights law, and there was an open question about it. That's why they, that's why companies have been allowed to fire people for being members of the LGBTQ community yeah. until now. And that's why here in Utah, they, they passed separate legislation to help people offer protections for for members of that community uh, with a whole lot of big loopholes to appease the LDS church and its members here locally. Um, that, that 
we we talked about that before on a previous yeah. episode when that came out because I'm still a little angry about it. Like I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad that there are some protections available for people now, but it still didn't go nearly far enough in in offering protections for people here, which was disappointing. Mm-hmm. Which is the Utah way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, this comes to us from the New York Times, though. It headline says civil rights law protects gay and transgender workers. Supreme Court rules. Supreme Court ruled on Monday that a landmark civil rights law protects gay and transgender workers from workplace discrimination, handing the movement for LGBT equally equality a long-sought and unexpected victory. Quote, an employer who fires an individual merely for being gay or transgender defies the law, Justice Neil Gorsuch surprisingly wrote for the majority in the also surprising 6-3 ruling. Uh, the conservative members Gorsuch and Roberts joining the more progressive, liberal mind, liberal minded uh, justices on the Supreme Court in handing down that majority rule of six to three, yeah. which I was surprised and delighted to see. Actually, that they yeah. might actually look at laws and think, well, okay, is this legal or not? Versus, well, I don't like that. Yeah, instead of solely inserting their own personal opinions that have been handed down from their shithead god, the the demands that they are assholes to other people, (laughs) you know, that, that uniting, loving, guiding force of Christianity and religion in general that they were able to reject those ridiculous religious beliefs that they may have been taught their entire lives to realize that, you know, love is love. People are people and you can't discriminate against people in within the bounds of law here in the United States or shouldn't be able to. And they Uh have now laid that down as precedent that no, you cannot fire people simply for being who they are. Unless I mean, if, (laughs) Unless they're just a fucking idiot who shouldn't have been hired for the job in the first place. You can't discriminate against them for being members of the LGBTQ community. I mean, if if they hold the view that they're, they don't like anybody from the LGBTQ community in their private life. Okay. I'm glad you didn't use that private feeling in a court of law, I guess. It's kind of a, well, it's not really a court, but in law proceedings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's high time. It's way past the time that we should have had a decision on this. And I don't know, it's probably a good thing that we waited until this point to have this precedent set because I don't know, I'm a little, I'm a little concerned that had it been attempted earlier, they may have ruled differently and it would have made it that much more difficult to undo a terrible ruling. Yeah. There's there's a lot of political consideration that you've got to put into a lot of the decisions like this. Um, and so, you know, I mentioned earlier that I was disappointed by the law here in Utah, and I still am. And I think part of the reason why I'm disappointed in it is because we have now set a precedent that here that you can still discriminate against some people if you meet these various these various checkpoints, I guess, or, or yeah. you can check off these boxes that, you know, you are a 
sole proprietor who is renting, you know, a number of units to people, you know, it has to be under a certain number. Uh, there were just a bunch of, a bunch of little loopholes that people could and, jump and, through. And you happen to be religious. Yeah. 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 It has to be that you can discriminate against somebody if you base that discrimination off of your religious belief that, <laughs> you know, using your religious belief can, can get you what you want in being an asshole and discriminating against people. Um, I would ask them to show where it says that in the Bible. Yeah. Like the only, it doesn't show anywhere in the Bible where it says thou shalt not employ or house homosexuals. And it's been a long running theme that we've talked about how, uh, you know, religion should not be used as both a shield to protect you from doing shitty things. And then as a sword against people that you don't like. Uh, yeah. So I was encouraged segue, but to hear, <laughs> to hear Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, make these arguments. I thought this was pretty great. The only time religious freedom is invoked is in the name of bigotry and discrimination. I'm tired of it. And there's some nice, lovely music in the background of this. So she called out the, re- the hypocrisy of religious I'm conservatives. Experiencing this hearing and I'm struggling whether I respond or launch into this question as a legislator or from the perspective of a woman of faith, because I cannot, it's it's very difficult to sit here and listen to arguments in the long history of this country of using scripture and weaponizing and abusing scripture to justify bigotry. I'm also tired of that, but I'm, I'm additionally tired of people using their religious beliefs anywhere within our government. That, that should not be something that we just decide is fine. (laughs) You can, you can have whatever ridiculous religious beliefs you want, and we should work to protect those as long as your practice of those religious beliefs does not harm anybody else, but you should not use your religious beliefs to inform your decisions necessarily about how to be, how to offer good governance for the people who have elected you to office, because the people who have elected you to office don't all share those same religious beliefs with you. Your religion should be separate from your day-to-day operation of being a good representative for the people who have elected you. White supremacists have done it. Those who justified slavery did it. Those, Which is weird, right? Because you would think that if this is the word of God, they would be much more clear cut and there wouldn't be any room for interpretation. There would be, this is the law. This is what you need to do. And I don't really care. <laughs> you know, as a God, I don't care if you're upset because I'm God and this is the way it needs to be done. Yeah, but God was a white supremacist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was <Yeah>. he? <laughs> I don't know. All the white supremacists seem to like God quite a bit. That's true. Who fought against integration did it, and we're seeing it today. And sometimes, especially in this body, I feel as though if Christ himself walk through these doors 
and said what he said thousands of years ago, that we should love our neighbor and our enemy, that we should welcome the stranger, fight for the least of us, that it is easier for a rich man, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to get into a kingdom of heaven. He would be maligned as a radical and rejected from these doors. And I know, and it is part of my faith, that all people are holy and all people are sacred unconditionally. And that is what makes faith sometimes, that's what what prompts us to transform because it is unconditional. It's not about that it is up to us to love parts of people. We love all people. But again, that's that's up to interpretation, right? That's how she views yeah. it. That's that's clearly not how all people of all faith or all or all Christians view their religion. A lot of Christians. I mean, you read this. Yeah, so you read the same book, and you either got a loving God or a hateful, vengeful God. Yeah, and a lot of Christians justify their interpretation of what they find in the Bible to justify all kinds of heinous bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is nothing holy about rejecting medical care of people, no matter who they are on the grounds of what their identity is. There is nothing holy about turning someone away from a hospital. There's nothing holy about about rejecting a child from a family. There's nothing holy about writing discrimination into the law. And I am tired of communities of being of faith being weaponized and being mischaracterized because the only time religious freedom is invoked is in the name of bigotry and discrimination. I'm tired of it. I think a good and easy solution to the problem of people using religious bigotry and discrimination is to say that you you have the freedom to practice your religion as you see fit. You're free to believe what you want to believe, but in doing so, you cannot cause harm to another person mm-hmm. in this temporal existence, because I can already hear the cries from people mm-hmm. on the far right conservative wacko religious nutbag group who say, well, I'm trying to protect their souls. So I, I'm going to disagree with them and I'm going to keep on saying that gay people are evil and that I won't serve them because if I can be mean to them long enough, maybe they'll just submit and change their evil ways. And then I'll be protecting their immortal soul from eternal damnation. Well, that's a fine argument to make if that's what you believe and you want to be an asshole to people, but it shouldn't be something that we allow to be foisted upon everybody else in our society. Because it's there's so many different interpretations of it, and we have a separation of religion and government here in the United States, or we are supposed to. And so yeah. we should just close that door and deny them that access to such a ridiculous argument. But, but we all know we don't have a separation. To treat yeah. Mr. Minton as holy. Because he is sacred. Because his life is sacred. Because you are not to be denied anything that I am entitled to. That we are equal in the eyes of the law, and we are equal in my faith in the eyes of the world. 
And that's just it. It's that in her faith, people are equal. Yeah. Yep. And so I just have to get that out ahead of time because it is deeply disturbing. Not just what is happening here, but what this administration is advancing is the idea that religion and faith is about exclusion. It is not up to us. It is not up to us to deny medical care. It is up to us to feed the hungry, to clothe the poor, to protect children, and to love all people as ourselves. And that's something that you should do regardless of your religious belief. That's as, as, yeah. a, as a part of good governance, that what, that's what you should be doing anyway. Your religious belief doesn't even have to enter the picture. So I, yeah. I, I understand and empathize with her frustration about it being used that way, but it shouldn't be used in any way to inform your decisions about what, what constitutes good governance. Your religion should have no part in that. Uh-huh. But that's not how they view it. Yeah. Yeah. There, we have arguments with people all the time talking about they, they want, you know, I can't do that because my religion says I can't, or I have to do this because my religion says I have to do it. And not only do I have to do it, I'm going to make sure that everybody else has to do it also. Yeah. I'm going to make you conform to my personal religious beliefs. That's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do it. Hi, everybody. This is Mikey Weinstein. I'm the founder and president of the Military Religious Freedom Foundation, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. I will just never understand why or even how Republicans have made not spreading disease into a culture war issue. Honestly, this was a missed opportunity for them. You could have printed Make America Great Again on a billion red masks and dropped them out of helicopters. People would have warned them. You're not even capitalizing on a national disaster correctly, you fucking idiots. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! I don't think I told you guys. You might have seen it online, but I'm now a registered Republican. I know, you filthy (laughs) animal. (laughs) I feel so fucking dirty. Like, it's just, I feel gross. I got my, I got my photo registration card in the mail and I posted a picture of it on Facebook and just said gross. Like it's, I feel gross. I'm a registered Republican in the state of Utah. Wow. But it's for a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Because we have, so in the state of Utah, because it is such a very, very, very red state. If you're, if you're on the left, the only way to have your voice heard is to register as a Republican and then vote for the least bad options that are available to you because yeah, you know, nine times out of 10, it's going to be a Republican elected to whatever office. And the way the Republican party operates here in Utah is that they have a closed primary system. The democratic party or the Democrat party has open primaries. So you can participate in them if you'd like. You don't necessarily have to be registered as a Democrat to vote in the primaries, but in order to vote in the Republican primary, you do have to be a card carrying registered Republican in the state. Yep. And with the offer with the people that are running for a few of the offices that we have open right now, I, I, there are some people that I clearly do not want to hold office and that I'm afraid 
stand a decent chance of being elected to do so? Like, well, I was going to bring up Greg Hughes, yeah. whose campaign ads are, I've supported Trump since day one. Trump loves me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Greg, Greg Hughes, who is also who also pals around with fucking Eric Mutzos, and and we've talked about Eric Ugh. Mutzos. He's the uh, officer uh, or a former Salt Lake City police officer who refused to work during the Pride Festival because he yeah. does not like the gay community here, and now he's just turned into this uber conservative right wing dickhead who sticks his nose in wherever he can to just try to rile people up and, you know, get attention wherever he can. He recently brought in Colin Ray to do a concert here in the middle of a pandemic and mm-hmm. get a bunch of conservatives to go out there. Greg Hughes, I believe was in attendance as was my fucking, the realtor who helped Tracy and I get this house that we're in. Uh, she is a total right-wing lunatic. (laughs) Like I I had no idea at the time. And I don't know if maybe she's just gotten worse or it has to do with the person that she's now married to, but she's super conservative and stupid about it. Like she has posted a bunch of stuff about not wearing masks and going to this concert and that she really likes Eric Mutzos. And it's like, wow, you are just openly praising a bigot and think that that's okay. And because you live in Utah for, for her, it's not going to damage her chances at, at, you know, having any bit of impact on her work life or anything like that. If she lived somewhere else, it might, but you know, because it's such a red state here, people feel free to be giant fucking assholes about things. Yeah. How is that where you get to be a celebrity in a state because you're a fucking asshole? Yeah. Utah. Welcome to Utah. That's, that's one of our, one of our claims to fame. You can be a right wing asshole here without free of consequence, free of social consequence. Uh, so yes, I will be voting for John Huntsman as governor. And I will also be voting against Sean Reyes, who is our current attorney general, who has done some very dastardly things. Um, who who makes national news for not good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He makes national news for also being a bigoted asshole. So that will be a little bit cathartic, I think. And it will be nice to hopefully have John Huntsman as governor again. Like I think, you know, depending on who the, who the democratic nominee is, uh, I may still have voted for Huntsman. I just think he's a fairly decent guy. There are a lot of things that he's fucking wrong about but I think he's getting less wrong all the time. And seems, as, as far as it goes on the Republican side, Huntsman's a good dude. Yeah. And he seems willing to adjust his views on things based on good evidence. So, yeah, which is a whole lot you'd be, you'd more do than way better than Herbert. Yeah. It's a whole lot more than you can say for most of the GOP candidates here in the state. Yeah. So that'll be fun. And talking about speaking about masks and politics and everything. Ryan sent me this clip. I read an article earlier that had a, a longer clip with kind of a cavalcade, a parade of dumb fucks coming up to oh. the podium and speaking, oh. speaking nonsense at this Florida. It's like a city council meeting, a city council meeting somewhere in Florida. And this, this is, this is fun. 
There were a bunch of others that I thought were also as good, but this, this one is just kind of fun because it's like nuts. And it's also disappointing yeah. because she's very young and there's, there's one common thread to all that. When they did a whole chain of videos, mm-hmm. they all invoke God. Yeah. As like their main reason why this is so bad. God said no. Yeah. So yeah. our, our governor held a press conference yesterday. He does a, he does a Wednesday press briefing on yeah. kind of the state of the state as it relates to the coronavirus and COVID-19 outbreak here. And in I usually that, know when it's going on when I hear Sarah yell. <laughs> so, so in the, in the briefing yesterday, he would, he announced a new executive order that he had penned. So the governor mandated that you have to wear a mask in state run facilities, but nowhere else. He recommends that you wear it elsewhere, but said that he would leave it up to the individual cities and or counties uh, that if they wanted to impose uh, more restrictions or mandate that people wear masks, that they can request that he allow them to do that. And he'll look at, he'll look at those and determine if he's going to allow that or not. So basically he's too cowardly to, to, to pass this as a statewide mandate and is just pushing the responsibility down to subordinate people like mayors of cities, mayors of counties yeah, and letting them take all of the heat. If they decide to mandate the wearing of masks. I mean, they said also that we're on the verge of running out of hospital beds. Yep. I believe right now we're at between 60 and 65% capacity. And the state epidemiologist, Dr. Angela Dunn said that unless we make some big changes and start mandating that people wear masks that within, uh, was it four or six weeks that our hospitals will be overrun? I was going to say three to four, because four sounds like correct. Like in a month that will be because I mean, yeah, what the last two weeks, our numbers have been, uh, record setting almost every day. It's like, Oh, new record today. Oh, new record today. Oh, new record today. So the numbers keep getting worse. And that's just going to, you know, increase those hospitalizations over time as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, and it's not going to be good. And I, I watched the governor's announcement, um, live as it was happening on Facebook and just started making comments throughout and just felt levels of despair <laughs> that I hadn't felt for a little while reading people's other people's comments on there and just how grossly uninformed they are and yeah. ridiculously stupid about things when quoting scripture and saying that, you know, God will protect them and those that weren't saying that God will, will protect them. So they don't have to wear masks. It was, well, if you're, if you're afraid to go outside without a mask, then you can wear one, but you can't force me to wear a mask and it doesn't do anything for you anyway. So, you know, it just restricts my ability to breathe. And we've seen a bunch of bullshit like that. People saying that they're going to use the Americans uh, with Disabilities Act in order to force businesses to allow them entry without wearing a mask. 
And that's just nonsense. You can't, that's not what that law was designed for. Um, well, so we've got video of this young person at this city council meeting that is just wild. Yeah. We will get together and do a citizen's arrest on every single human being that goes against the freedom of choice. (laughs) That goes against the freedom of choice. And she's now, not talking about abortion here. No. Now I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because she's going to go on to say that they're already doing these citizens arrests. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> like, is she literally like handcuffing people and shoving them in their ba- her basement being like, you are under arrest. <laughs> you made me wear a mask. How old is this person? Maybe it, late 20s? Yeah. If I were to hazard a guess, I would say 20 something. Mid 20s, maybe. Okay. She's a, she's a younger person for sure. You literally cannot mandate somebody to wear a mask knowing that that mask is killing people. And what is she talking about that the mask is killing people? Do you guys have any idea? Yeah. Uh, people no. are saying that the masks are causing a buildup of CO2 in their system and they're, they're, it's, it's causing all that kind of stuff. It's like, no, it's, it's really not. I mean... When I'm working in the garage, when I'm like working on the lathe and stuff, and I'll be out there for six, seven hours, I wear a mask the whole time. I've never got dizzy, never got sick. Yeah. Because that's masks are designed to be put over your mouth and nose and you to breathe. It's not a plastic bag. It's <laughs> a mask. Well, and she, she says that the masks are literally killing people. Apparently completely unaware that the virus that you're using the mask to help prevent is killing people. It literally is killing people. And my, the people, we, the people are waking up and we know what citizens arrest is. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? They, They know what citizens arrest is. Cause citizens arrest are already happening. Okay. I wonder where and how that's being done. Has she arrested anybody? I'm very curious. Yeah, check her basement. She's probably fucking having part of them for dinner. <laughs> and every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. The devil's laws? What the fuck are the devil's laws that these people are obeying? Yeah, this is where it goes. You thought she was crazy already. It's about to get worse. <laughs> And you, doctor, are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Every single one of you have a smirk behind that little mask, but every single one of you are going to get punished by God. (laughs) Yep. How does she know that? That's what she's doing. What she's doing is she's doing a citizen's arrest prayer. That way, when they get to heaven, God will arrest their ass. (laughs) God... God will will do all of this, huh? Well, why doesn't God just make it so she doesn't have to wear a mask? Why doesn't God get rid of the fucking virus? Well, because God made it and is having fun with it right now. You can't get rid of his toy just yet. <laughs> to get punished by God. You cannot, you cannot escape God. You cannot escape God. It's like a finger trap. It's like a Chinese finger trap. There's no getting out of it. Yeah. The devil got away. The harder you try. <laughs> the worse you get stuck in it. It's like God quicksand. I'm going to say that again. You cannot escape God, not even with the mask or six feet. Okay. 
So is she saying that the oh, virus wait. is God? No, like, I don't know. No, like, even with the mask, saying that you're trying to protect yourself. That doesn't make sense. Like, you can't. Not even with feet, the mask but, or six feet away, okay? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know what that means. But the six foot thing here is going to get even crazier. You thought God was crazy. Just wait. <laughs> or six feet. Okay. Six feet, like I said before, is military protocol. You're trying to get the people <laughs> to train them. So when the, the cameras, the 5G comes out, what? They're, they're going to they're gonna scan everybody. We got to get scanned. We got to get temperatured. The kids have to go to school with masks. Are you insane? We got to get temperatured? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> okay, I was in the military. I don't remember a six foot protocol in the military. <laughs> Do you remember getting temperature? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I did get temperature in uh, uh, Kuwait when the swine flu epidemic was going on. <laughs> Are you Which insane? Was scary, I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to get temperature. We got off the plane. They said you're going to get temperature. Now, if your temperature is over a certain level. You gotta stay in 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 Kuwait. It's like what? Like, I, yeah, they're gonna keep you here. Like, it's, oh, it's just the way that she said it. You're going to get temperature rather than you're going to have your temperature checked. You're gonna get temperature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they, they're gonna be shooting all those temperature radiations at you and the five Gs, and oh, we're just fucked. And the cameras, and and then what? Are you crazy? I think all of you should be in a psych ward right the heck now. <laughs> Oh, wrong person, lady. You need you need the psychiatric help. Uh, <laughs> the power of projection compels you. I guarantee she's part of QAnon. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Because none of you, none of you know what the hell you are all talking about. <laughs> and you do. <laughs> you have this special magical power just to know what's going on. So we've got projection and Dunning-Kruger. Awesome. This is insane. And then you want to open this meeting with a prayer to God. Are you praying to the devil? Because God is not listening to that prayer. Oh, God doesn't listen to some prayers? Not if you're wearing a mask. They're standing six feet apart. I imagine him like holding his hands over his ears and stomping his feet going, la, 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 la. I can't hear you. Because all of you are practicing the devil's laws. What happened to Bill Gates? Why is he not in jail? <laughs> yeah, wait. Hillary gets comes up to. Hillary gets spoken about. Why is Hillary Clinton not in jail? Why are all of all of there these pedophiles that are demanding you all to to listen to their rules? Why are they not in jail? Oh, is it because you're part of them? Thank are you man. part of the deep your state? Time has the deep state is going and down, and if any of you are morning. in the deep state, you're going down I'm, with it. I'm finding that you are disrupting this meeting. I'm <laughs> finding that you are disrupting this meeting. <laughs> I find his findings to be correct. Oh, <laughs> holy cow. Like, how does yeah. somebody get to be that fucking dumb? The internet. Remember we had this discussion? It's the fucking internet. Right. Man, that was pretty intense dumb, too. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was aggressively fucking stupid. Yeah. Yes. Oh, she man. spends way too much time on QAnon fucking boards, Reddit <laughs> fucking thingies or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But she sure is confident about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the Dunning-Kruger bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
She's very confident that she knows what she's talking about, so much so that she tells doctors that they don't know what they're talking about. Arrest them for crimes against humanity. (laughs) Oh, the humanity. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was great. In the final story that we will be covering this evening, we get to talk about Brigham Young. That's always fun. Yeah, I'm still laughing over here. (laughs) (laughs) so what everybody in listening audience doesn't know is how badly i have been fucking this whole thing up for several minutes now my brain is just it's like swiss cheese scattered i'm all over the place jesus (laughs) it's fun sorry guys you you both have been consummate professionals this entire episode and i've just been fucking things up left and right sorry (laughs) we're just having fun (laughs) Well, good. Uh, So this story comes to us from the Salt Lake Tribune. Following the murder of George Floyd in Minneapolis, uh, there has been a call for all kinds of good changes that have that that should have happened a long, 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 long time ago. People telling people pulling down Confederate statues. Go ahead. I was to say, this isn't the first call to remove these statues either. I mean, we've called for it in the past where it's like, no, these are shitty people. Why are we memorializing them in a statue? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw a good meme earlier today. It was just a picture that somebody had posted of a tweet from somebody else that said something along the lines of, you know, imagine that you are a Jewish person in Germany and you walk past a statue of Adolf Hitler and... Obviously, you are incensed and upset, and you would like that yeah. statue to come down, only to have some asshole say, "You can't get rid of that. That's my heritage. Yeah. <laughs> my that's part of our history." Yeah, my grandfather was a Nazi. You're trying to destroy my heritage. No, that's that's what that's what it's like yeah. being a black person in in a lot of portions of of the United States because we have statues and monuments erected validating and talking about all of these racist Confederate people. And just a reminder, these were erected in the 1960s and seventies or mainly during the Jim Crow era during the civil rights movement as a, uh, what, a a direct, uh, it was, it was to run counter to like, well, you want civil rights. We're going to honor all these horrible people that hate civil rights. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is what you get. Civil rights, maybe, but you definitely get a statue honoring a Confederate jackass. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, here in Utah, the one of the more famous racists from Utah's history is Brigham Young. He's a really awful, yeah. terrible, terrible person. Uh, super racist. Let's not forget sexist. Yeah, super racist, super sexist, like... He was he was the perfect picture of a GOP candidate here in, here uh and it's probably huh. why Utah is such a red state because of the history and legacy of people like Brigham Young. Uh, the story comes to yeah. us from the, Trump with a beard. Yeah. This story comes to well not in this statue. It's it's interesting like a lot of the pictures that I can remember uh hanging on the walls of family members of you know past prophets of the LDS church. Uh, most of them had big beards in these pictures. This statue of Brigham Young at BYU, clean shaven. There's no beard on this guy. Yeah. 
because you're not allowed to have a beard at BYU. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this story comes to us from the Salt Lake Tribune. It says, Statue of Brigham Young covered in paint at BYU with the word racist sprayed at the base. The iconic statue of Brigham Young on campus at the Provo University named for him was doused in red paint earlier this week, and the word racist was sprayed onto the base. The vandalism occurred sometime late Sunday night or early Monday morning, said Brigham Young University Police Lieutenant Rich Christiansen, and it included someone also marking an X over the sign of the Abraham O. Smoot Administration Building. The statue sits at its entrance. It looks like they had a whole gallon of red latex paint. Christiansen said. The markings on campus come as many nationwide have protested for weeks against racism and discrimination of black people, particularly by law enforcement, and it has fueled a new reckoning over monuments and statues that celebrate the Confederacy and slaveholders and have become symbols of oppression. In Oregon, demonstrators toppled a statue of Thomas Jefferson, a founding father who enslaved more than 600 people. In Virginia, they threw a statue of of Italian colonizer Christopher Columbus into a lake. The BYU statue of Young, who espoused racist teachings, was coated in paint. It was still wet when the officers arrived, according to the police report obtained by the Salt Lake Tribune in a public records request. Ah, just messed up. (laughs) The statue was quickly cleaned off the morning it was discovered, Christiansen said, though the report notes the paint on the building sign made of stone had to be sanded off. He estimates it caused about $1,000 in damage. From surveillance footage captured nearby, it appears to have been done by two individuals. Police can't see their faces, though, because the cameras were too far away. Oh, shucks. As the nation reckons with the past, some in Utah have specifically turned toward the majority religion here, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which owns BYU. Both the faith and young practiced segregation and preached the superiority of whites as a mandate from God. Some members held slaves, too, when young directed Latter-day Saints to resettle in Utah, what was then Mexican territory. He supported it. In a speech in 1852, young said, quote, Inasmuch as we believe in the Bible, we must believe in slavery. This colored race have been subjected to severe curses, which they have brought upon themselves. The idea of being cursed has since been abandoned by the faith. <laughs> God's perfect church, of course. The, his perfect and restored church here on earth, never changing except for when it does. But the church also, uh-huh. <laughs> the church also previously withheld leadership positions from black members. And it stressed a doctrine of white and delightsome up until a few decades ago with the phrase appearing in the books in the faith's book of Mormon. And of course, they've since changed that to be pure and delightsome this week. Yeah. But what does pure mean? Like Aryan? Yeah. Yeah. Pure Aryan blood running through your veins. This week, individual members apologized for that racist past individual members. You'll notice not the church. They've not apologized for it. I doubt they ever will which the faith has not formally done, though it has partnered with the NAACP and students at BYU called for a race and ethnicity class to be required to graduate to improve things moving forward and to hopefully stop racist behavior on campus. Good luck with that. Some are calling for more changes at the school, in particular around Young's name and others for whom buildings are named. One petition called out Abraham Smoot. The sign for the building named for him was marked at the same time Young's statue was, who was also a slaveholder. The school has now formed a committee to look at inequality. They've now 
formed a committee in 2020 to look at inequality. You know, I watched, I watched a clip earlier today. It was uh, John Stewart in an appearance on Stephen Colbert's show. And John Stewart was talking about how, you know, with, with other presidents, the presidency, you know, maintaining or holding the office of the president ages people a lot quickly, right? It doesn't, it shouldn't age the nation, but with Trump, it's the reverse. Like everybody in the nation seems to be aging because there's just so much bullshit going on all the time that a week feels like a month and a month feels like a year. It's, it's ridiculous. I do got more white hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tracy remarked earlier this week, how much white I have in my beard now. And the majority of it has come within the last few years. Trump Rather. is taking your gingerness away from you. Yeah. He's, he's slowly stealing he's my redness. You white and delight them. Maybe that's how he's orange. <laughs> like he just sucks away my gingerness. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> he's, he's a ginger succubus. <sighs> well, thank you guys. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, yeah. Chatting with me for a little while. It's good to talk to you. It's been a minute. I know. Has. And that will wrap things up for us this evening. Before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. That would be Alan Firth. Chrissy Kalbach. Gaytheist. Stephen Andrews. Let them eat coffee. Do skeptical chap. Vanessa. Don't be a Richard. Ollie Olson. Utah Outcast. Wesley Aaron. Andrew Bonapet. Jeremy Goodson. Jeff Peterson. Megan Mitchell. Dan Jacobson. Janet Uter. Sabina Kuna. Purple Dragon. Captain Sample. Corey Ebert. Fat Tony and Johnny Tightlips support the American Humanist Association. Awesome. You did it all without any problems at all. Taylor Grin. <laughs> Nico Gonzalez. Yay. Thank you all very, very much. And... Nico sent along a message that he really liked the way I said, holy shit, in our last episode. (laughs) We've received quite a bit of feedback, and I'm sorry that we've not been able to address it because we've been off for a little while, and it's... This whole COVID thing is still making everything crazy. It's just a lot, man. It's so fucking much. Like, uh, there's a lot going on, and I miss having you guys here. And I miss being able to rant with you. Like the in-between portions of the show, the in-between segments when we would just chit chat and bullshit and stuff and, and watch YouTube. Yeah. Watch YouTube, (laughs) watch YouTube videos, watch, (laughs) watch, watch our, what is it? Shridios. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch a couple of Shridios. We can't, uh, yeah, we can't even, uh, finish watching that list till COVID goes away. Yeah. Stupid, stupid virus. But anyway, I miss you guys. We we missed you too. Missed you too, man. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to see each other sometime before. Before 2022. Yeah. And so until next week, crucify that like button. Leave us a review and fucking vote. And rate the show five times a day towards the ginger succubus. <laughs> <laughs> Someone 
posted on like a thing being like, why do we hold uh, these people to such high honor? He's talking about George Floyd. Was, he was a he, he had a criminal past, you know. He did, wasn't doing. He wasn't a good person, and all that kind of stuff. And since he didn't say George Floyd specifically, he was talking about the protests. Mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, sounds like you're describing uh, Joseph Smith there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so I want to. Th- oh my God, I'm just fucking this up <laughs> all over the place. I almost I almost launched into the closing. Goddamn, we didn't do the Brigham Young thing. Do you want to do the Brigham Young thing? I, I know. That's why I thought we were going to do that. It's going to be like, oh, I don't. I don't have the clock in front of me, so I don't know where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! I'm sorry, guys. <laughs>